This is SBR, the People's Pod, giving you unfiltered and unqualified content every single week. I'm Cliff. He's Joe. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, everyone? The Bucks are on a four-game skid. Chris Paul is making a memoir. Draymond <laughs> is mad about double standards. And Joe, COVID is still out there because, Joe, we are three weeks away from a full year in quarantine. Since that moment when Rudy Gobert shut down the world with his blocking hands, <laughs> we are now 343 days into quarantine and it's getting closer and closer and closer to the darkest timeline prediction of 500 days. Jeez. Which, FYI, Joe, is July 24th. It's crazy. I can't believe it's been so long. Uh, I didn't think we'd get this far, but we're getting close. Darkest timeline, 500 days. What are we going to do when we get there, Cliff? Are we just going to switch? Is this going to become the darkest timeline? It might. Like some of our other predictions in that came true too, because even though it's not called COVID-30, there are now like different strands of COVID. That's true. <laughs> it has mutated. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Man. And they didn't play different inceptions of horse, but I guess they are doing some of the all-star games in between the all-star games. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Well, at least uh, our music is not... We haven't gone to the depressing music, and That's we're true. not We're not depressed. We're, we're not still depressed. in good spirits. We're, we're, still still good we're still here to bring you, the, bring you the things that you guys need. We got an all-Laker podcast today. For those that follow the Lakers, you're in for a treat. We're going to talk about Blake Drummond and the trade buyout market. The vitriol against Kyle Kuzma. We're going to talk about are the Lakers still the title favorites, but we got to start with our boy, LeBron James, in a game we like to call All Day or Cray Cray, where I give Joe a statement and he responds, is this statement all day or Cray Cray? Let's go. First one up, LeBron James. When asked, because they're about to play the Brooklyn Nets, about the unprecedented pairing of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie, he was quick to shut it down and say, have we forgot about the Warriors? Kevin Durant, oh Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, <laughs> Joe, all day oh, or cray cray was LeBron trying to push forward his own legacy again with this question. Come, guys, guys, of course. Yes, Cliff, all day, of course. I mean, come on. This is... This is the thing about LeBron. It's just so transparent. Like, I mean, are you... Like, why? here's my question. Why didn't LeBron say... Because when you first told me... I didn't hear this, by the way. I didn't hear that it was going on when it was happening. And when you first told me this, I thought what you were going to say is, have we forgotten about Miami? LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. <laughs> yeah, that's where I thought he was going. I thought he was going, have we forgotten about how great my teammates were? Have we forgotten about Dwayne Wade leading the league in scoring? About being a top three MVP candidate? Have we forgotten about Chris Bosh carrying on his back? The Toronto Raptors to the second round. Averaging 24 and 12? At a block? Shooting no threes? Shooting no threes? Shooting 50% from the field? I mean, no, that's not, no, guys. <laughs> that's not, that's not the route that LeBron elected to go. He went, have we forgotten? Let's just translate what LeBron said. Have <laughs> we forgotten 
that I have already defeated a team this week. No, 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 no. Have we forgotten that I would have won those championships had it not been for this historic collection of talent on the Golden That's State Excuse Warriors? me, because he didn't win. Have we forgotten how hard... How hard my life has been in the NBA? That guys have to team up to defeat me? Come on. Come on, guys. This is... It's just so transparent. It's just so obvious. It's like, come on. Like, be, be a little subtle with it. Like, finesse it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on. Yeah, you can't drop that only. It's like when I try to have my wife pick the restaurant I actually want to go to, you slide it in third. You don't say it as the first thing. You don't say it as the second thing. You also sandwich it with a fourth thing to make it look like right. the third thing is really what they wanted. Right, and you, and you also... That's what LeBron should have done. And you also got to be like, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm fine yeah. with whatever. Yeah, you just got to say, have we forgotten quickly about KG, Pierce, and Allen? <laughs> Dude, what if he went there? What if that's what he said? He said, "You know, if you really wanna, if you really wanna, uh, if you really wanna do it, you gotta go all the way back through history. <laughs> gotta look at yeah. KG, Pierce, Allen. Let's not forget them. Let's not forget have Kobe, we... Pow, and Bynum. <laughs> no, he never faced them. He gotta say, have we forgot about Rashid, Ben, and Chauncey? <laughs> and they also had Rip and Tayshon." <laughs> That was a big. That was a big five. Okay, they had a big five. Have we forgotten about Duncan, Kawhi, mm. TP, Duncan, TP, and oh, Manu? Man. Was Manu still there? That yeah, he was still he there. Was, he was still there. And Manu and Kawhi, a big four. Oh my god! Have we? No, wait, wait, Cliff. This is the one. Have we forgotten about Dirk, Jason Terry, <laughs> and JJ Barea? <laughs> Have we forgotten? That was the first. That was the original big three. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, LeBron. Of course, conveniently not mentioning the two gigantic threes that he was a part of. It, you know, this is, it felt so self-serving. We know this is self-serving. I, it's true. I, I do think it's true when you look at Steph, Katie, and Clay. Yes. I do think it's better than this inception of Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Yes. But we, I mean, we, we know. Okay, but I don't know. Is it better? I think so. I, I would say probably overall it is better. But on paper, this one's definitely better. Because, I mean, KD's the same. On, so on, two, on 2K, like, it's better. Yeah. So he, yeah, right. I mean, potentially this one is is better, yeah. yeah. Because you got KD and KD's the same. I mean, he's post Achilles, so who knows? But he seems fine. Uh, yeah. And then you got Kyrie and Steph. And if you just want to go, who's played better in the finals? That's true. I mean, Kyrie has pretty much outplayed Steph every time they've played each other in the finals. He has. And the edge. then, yeah, and then you go Harden, Clay, and Clay is. Better for the team and more of a winner and probably more clutch. But, defensive. Right, and defensive. But Harden overall, just as a basketball player, is a better basketball player. Way more talented. Yeah, more talented. By far. So, I don't know. You know, it's like, 
I don't know. Of course, either way, it serves LeBron. He's setting himself up either way. Either he lost to the greatest big three, or he's gonna lose to the greatest big three if he does happen to lose. And so, you know, he's covered his bases. Joe, this is Orochimaru. This is LeBron Sama striking again. It's like, you know, <laughs> after the great ninja, fourth great ninja war, everyone's like, oh, Naruto and Sasuke, they're so strong. They saved the ninja world. Infinite mm. Tsukiyomi, it's over. Because that battle was just like epic and it was crazy yeah. and they used like every jutsu. So, everyone is cheering that thing and then LeBron <laughs> goes, oh, oh, don't forget about the time I beat the third Hokage. <laughs> In the battle of the Chunin exam. <laughs> he goes all the <laughs> He recalls all the way back. He goes beyond Shippuden. He goes all <laughs> He goes pre-Shippuden. And he's like, Don't forget the time. <laughs> have we forgotten? How quickly have we forgotten? <laughs> How quickly we forget that I battled <laughs> What did they call him? The Professor! <laughs> the Sandaime Hokage! The third Hokage, who they say knew all the jutsus! <laughs> Have they forgotten about Edo Tensei when I, when I brought the first... <laughs> when I brought the first and the second back... Oh gosh! Oh, I mean, come so on, stupid. LeBron, come on, dude. Just like, just be cool, man. Like, <laughs> just be cool. Like when they say, "Is it unprecedented?" Just be like, "Yeah, you know." I mean, how cool would it have been if LeBron either said, "I mean, you know yes, what? They it's don't an have amazing Anthony Davis." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been a better answer. He could have said, I mean, it's an amazing collection of talent. He could have said, I've played with some pretty amazing people myself. You know, I've been a part of some pretty awesome big threes too. You know, like, he could have just said that. Like, you don't have to go all to, well, you know, let's not forget how hard (laughs) my road has been. He could have said, he could have said, sometimes a pair is better than three. Or he Mm. could have said, Mm. or he could have said, Hey, don't count out Kuzma. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. I mean, how cool would it have been if he said, you know, I feel like we have a big three here. Yeah. And then, he, like, who's your three? And you're like, that's, that's something we'll keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't you guys know? It's KCP. <laughs> don't you guys know? It's this guy right here, my boy, KCP. Who's standing right there? Tavius. Who's been who's been standing there the whole time? Massaging. Always just standing. Just standing. Massaging. He's holding LeBron's championship belt. Who's always just standing there? He's like his manager in wrestling. (laughs) Moving forward, we gotta talk about LeBron's team, the LA Lakers. Are the Lakers still the favorites? The Lakers are 22-7, and seven, good for second best in the league. Two games behind first. They have the third best point differential in the league as well. You know, LeBron is LeBron. Looks pretty good. I can't believe his bounce is still there. It's pretty mm. incredible. He has had some pretty good dunks. Seriously. AD is hurt. He strained his Achilles. And he's going to be reevaluated in two to three weeks. That's scary. 
And then checking in on some of the big acquisitions of the year, Schroeder, 14-4-4, Joe, mm. we predicted he would be 11-3-3, down from 19-4-4, 47%. It's getting closer. He's on the way. He's on the way. <laughs> it's getting give, closer. Give it a little time. Give it a little time. <laughs> Montrez, 13-6.7 blocks on the season. We predicted he'd be 11-4.5, going down from last year from 18-7 and one block. Everyone And everyone's like, why isn't he blocking as much? Yeah. Why isn't he blocking as much? Yeah. You know why. You know why. You guys know why, because <laughs> it's hard to block from the three-point line. <laughs> Marcus Gasol, who is 4-4-2-1, 39% on the season in 20 minutes, and Lakers fan loathe this guy. And Wes Matthews, who's five points on 39% shooting, but 38% from three. Joe, all day or cray-cray are the Los Angeles Lakers still the NBA title favorites. So the statement is they are title favorites. Correct. Right? Correct. Um, well, they were the title favorites to start the season. Are they still? I'm gonna go. Ha. <sighs> I'm going to go all day. Ooh. Why? Well, I don't know. Should I qualify it? Okay. Am I am I answering if I think they'll win or am I no. answering No, no, if no, they no, no, no. Okay. If they should be favored. I mean, barring health, I think they should still be favored. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, if AD is 100% healthy, then I think they should still be favored. They have still a ton of talent. You know, Schroeder's actually playing well. He's playing better than I thought he would. He's surviving. Mm -hmm. It's so funny that we think a five-point drop is like surviving the love of LeBron, basically. We think like, it is. Think like yeah, that's pretty good. Um, you know, obviously he's not playing as well as he was last season, but he's still playing pretty well. He is like finding his way. I think he's just stubborn enough to just do whatever he wants kind of once in a while and not just shoot corner threes. Like he does find a way into the lane. He does find a way to produce. Montrez is just good to have. Look, his numbers are definitely down. He's obviously, he's not going to re he's not going to be the same player with us that he was for the Clippers last year, but he's good. He's talented. And if we need him to be like he was, I think a couple games ago. Yeah. He can come up with 20 points. He can come up with 30 points, you know, and I think we're going to talk about Kuzma later, but look, Kuzma's still, he's good. Every single time he gets a chance, he plays well. Every single time he gets a chance, he produces, and he's playing a lot better D this year too. So I think if Anthony Davis is just healthy, are, are uh, the Lakers are somehow, <laughs> I think this happens to every LeBron James team, they progressively get worse. Because the law of LeBron just slowly wears on people and they're like less and less happy. But they should still be favored to win. That's what I think. Oh, this, this, this is. I mean, if the question was, do I think they're going to win? I think I would have answered differently. But if it's just, if there should still be favored, I'm going to hesitantly still say, yeah. I'm going to go maybe here. Mm. But this is all they are. Craig because. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, man. No maybes. This ain't no definitely okay. maybe. I think I have to go Cray Cray. 
Mm. Here's why. AD is hurt. And it's Achilles hurt. You know? And so that is a big, big question mark on the rest of the year. You know? Um, There's a lot of guys on this team that weren't on the championship roster. You know? So that championship pedigree isn't like oozing in their system. Mm. You know? It's kind of... It has to be taught again kind of thing. I don't see the chemistry on the court with these Mm. guys. Like, uh, we are... the, The Lakers are talented. The Lakers are talented. Schroeder, Montrez, whatever their numbers say, they're good players. You know, and you can kind of see it on the court. And you need Montrez's energy. You need Schroeder's activity. Like... That that guy hustles on defense, yeah. like and 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 it shows. But there is something not cohesive about this unit. Not to say that the Nets are that cohesive, right. but they just have crazy amount of talent. But the Jazz are cohesive. Right. They look really good. Uh, you put them in a seven game series. I don't know mm. who comes out on top of this. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think. For me, though, like the reason I didn't say that they're not the favorites is because who would you say is the favorite then? I would say the Nets should be the favorite. Mm, see, I mean, that's tough. They suck. <laughs> like, I mean, they have amazing talent, but they suck. Watch them play, man. They Their offense looks like straight up hot garbage. It looks pretty terrible. Bad. And it looks look, it's a little better and, and recently Kyrie said to James Harden, You're the point guard. I mean, yeah, they obviously should have done that from the beginning because James Harden is clearly the best passer on that team. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like leading the league in assists. He's mm-hmm. he's a good passer. We saw it with Houston as well. And you know, when the ball's in his hands, because he's such a good shooter, he's got that step back three, he runs pick and roll like perfectly. You know, that's it's great to have the ball in his hands and just like Kyrie be a scorer. Obviously, he is that's what he is, and it lets KD just score too. But man, when you watch them, like their defense is terrible. Their defense is bad. It is so bad. Everybody just scores on them. And all their box scores are like all their scores are like one like in the one thirty. Yeah, one thirty. It's it's just up there every game. And I don't know. And then there's the whole leadership factor. Mm-hmm. Who's the leader? I mean, I just don't really see it. So, look, could they win? Sure. Of course they could win. And I've already said that I think they're the only team that really could challenge the Lakers. Now, if AD really is hurt and he comes back less than 100%, then obviously I don't think the Lakers even have a chance, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if, if AD's not 100%, it's then, over. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, they're screwed, right? <clears throat> but if AD's 100% healthy, I think they're still, I just can't put, I can't favor the Nets right now, and I can't favor the Jazz. You know what I mean? If I have to pick a team right now, and they're like, okay, so you have to bet right now, who do you think's going to win the championship? Or like, this team should be favored, they deserve to be favored. I can't get, I can't give the Jazz, come on. Like, mm. they lost in the first round last year. They could right. go from losing in the first round to winning the championship? Like, that's that's tough. Yeah. I mean, you, you might have convinced me. But <laughs> I, I just, I just, I don't know. 
I don't I don't see it with the Lakers. <laughs> the funny thing is, having said that, I don't like if the question were Lakers or the field, I definitely pick the field. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, having said all that, I don't think the Lakers are gonna win the championship. That's that's probably what I, that's probably where I'm thinking of it, right? But it's not the field; it's one team. One team right. gets you have to, to be pick the favorite. One team. Yeah, so I'd still give them a better chance than any other team, any other one team. But if it was, are the Lakers gonna win, or some combination of Clippers, Nets, Jazz, you know, Bucks, like Philly, somebody's gonna come out of that pack, or the Lakers? I definitely pick that pack. Over the Lakers. But people shouldn't be the surprise that the law of LeBron is coming on stronger. One, we always talk about it on this podcast. And two, this is historic. Okay? Mm. So if you look at the evidence, LeBron's points per game in October through April, 24, 26, 26, 27, 27, 28, 28. He takes more control the further into the season it goes. Yeah. And just like... Early in the season, you're like, wow, he's really letting Schroeder handle the offense and all this stuff. <laughs> and you're like, wow, he's really changed. The things are changing. Oh, that's great. He's playing off the ball. And slowly, mm. slowly. Actually, I, I'm like putting my hands together, but actually it's not that. It's like this. It's the other way. He's pushing it for everyone's going further <laughs> further out to the three-point line at the corner. It's pushed. Everyone yeah. gets pushed out. He just grows. He's like, um, what is that? What was that? Is there a game where like, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Maybe it's Kirby or or something where you just, it's like a character that grows bigger and bigger. You start pushing yeah, people Kirby. out more, more and more it, into takes the sides. <laughs> Expands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think we have to analogize this, Joe. I think what point are the Lakers at in terms of batman scenes is it like batman when he gets locked in to fight bane for the first time kind mm. of like walking to your doom or is it like batman when he has to choose between rachel and harvard he runs and he saves one but he doesn't leave unscathed or is it like when batman is with two-face and he's flipping the coin to see who gets shot and he gets shot but leaving it to chance <laughs> or is it like batman narrating after lucius types in his own name into the sonar which is basically like Oh, your faith was mm, rewarded. The awesome monologue where he's like <laughs> the Dark Knight monologue. Yeah, you trusted in me as the favorites, and I pulled through for you. Actually, Gordon does that monologue, doesn't he, at the end? He does. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. Does. So it's, not, awesome. it's not Batman. <laughs> Sometimes people still... deserve to have their faith rewarded. <laughs> mm, I would say... So this is how I feel, genuinely. This is how okay. I feel. Batman fighting Bane. <laughs> because the first you time, know, you know, yeah, the first time. Because when you're, even when you're watching the movie, I think what I felt in that moment is kind of what I feel right now about the yeah. Lakers. Because Anthony Davis kind of hobbled. You're right. I mean, what you're saying is right. They just don't look. It's not quite there. Even though, look, they're winning games. They have a great point differential. You know, they're like. It seems like they find a way to win, but something about it just doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And you know when that, that fight was happening with Bane, the first mm -hmm. time I saw it in the theater? Mm -hmm. It's like, you kind of know what's going to happen, right? It's like, you're thinking in your head, it's like the middle of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he can't, he can't win he can't this win. fight, right? <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way this is going to go well. But you're also, like, you have this hope. Cause, cause you're thinking, oh, Batman came back. He, you know, he 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 trained, and you know, he got yeah. that, 
cybernetic leg or whatever, right? And he has know, that he's... point under the waterfall where he yells. You're like, oh, <laughs> he wants it. He yeah. wants it. Like, oh, there it is. There it is. He's got second wind. He's coming. And he, he charges at him and he tackles him. And then. Yeah, he, he turns off the lights. <laughs> you think the dock is your friend. But you adopted the dock. <laughs> I was born in it. Molded by it. And that's the and, end. Yeah, and when he starts giving that speech, you're sitting in your chair and you're like, oh my god, I'm scared for Batman. Who the F is this guy? Like, this guy's freaking crazy. And yeah, it, that's when it's over. He breaks his back, breaks his mask. Oh, remember he punches him in the face yeah. just like repeatedly and his mask breaks? Oh. Pe- I, I kind of feel like <laughs> I kind of feel like that's coming. Oh, it's going to be sad. Who is going to deliver that blow though? <laughs> I guess that's the question, right? Who's the bang? Who, who so I I mean I I don't disagree with you. <laughs> It does feel like getting locked into fight Bane where you have hope. You're like, he's Batman, okay? We have LeBron. We have LeBron. We have AD, okay? What could go wrong? But it's like, yeah, when, Batman's a little old, but he's he's back. He's ready. But I guess the question is, who should the Lakers fear, right? Because there are threats out there. You got the Clips, the Jazz, the Sixers, the Bucks, the Nets. And if we keep going on this Batman theme, who... What villains are they, right? Who who's out there that could defeat that could defeat Batman? Hmm. I mean, so the, I mean, let's go the down threats? those. Yeah, let's go the down threats? those threats, yeah, right? Let's go. Let's go. So, so the Clippers. Who who are the Clippers? Who are the Clippers? I would say that the Clippers actually are Bane. Oh, they are that kind of overwhelming talent. Right, they 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 just want to go fist fight. They just want to go talent for talent. Just go yeah. straight up, no games. Get locked in a room, and in that situation, like we've said, look, Kawhi had a malfunction in his in his computer <laughs> in Game Seven of last season. He got dust in the microchip. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> Wasn't using those little spray things that you're supposed to clean it out with. Compressed air, right? And for that reason, the, the the microchips malfunction. And, you know, Paul George is Paul George. He's just going to fold if he has to step up. But if Kawhi plays the way he's supposed to play, then he is kind of the bane. He's a little younger. He's a little stronger. He's a little faster. He's a little clutcher, you know. And when it comes time, he can still, you know, rise up and deliver the yeah. dunk he needs in the moment. Oh, whereas... you think the clutch is your ally? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, he kind of really adopted the clutch. <laughs> Except when when Kawhi delivers it, he goes, "Oh, you think the clutch is your ally?" <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good that's, that's actually really good. Oh, really good. Um. But yeah, I, I kind of do think that the Clippers are pain. And unfortunately, if, uh, I don't know, they might actually be the ones to take us out. If it's 2-3 and we got to play the Clippers in the second round, uh, I don't know. I'm not feeling great about it. It's not great. <laughs> they're, they're hungrier. They're hungrier. They're hungrier. They're hungrier. 
Remember when Alfred's like, look at this guy. <laughs> like, look at the film. Look at the film. <laughs> look how fast he is. He's hung he's hungry and he's young. It's it's like Rocky Three when he fought mm. Mr. T, right? Clubber Lane. Yeah, Clubber Lane. He was hungry. This guy wants to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's that's mm. kind of where the Clippers mindset. Even playoff P. He's come with like a different mindset this year. Yeah. Even though he's still a joke. <laughs> like basically like Scarecrow in Batman 3. Just a little like once this scary guy and now you're just this this goon. This goon <laughs> for pain. <laughs> but even he has come with this new passion and confidence. And, you know, the Clippers as much as they are cursed. They also just have this overwhelming talent with Kawhi at the top. And, you know, you, you don't want to get into a clutch battle with Kawhi. You just you do don't. Not. You do not. I mean, who do you think the Jazz are like? Um, who did we say? Who are, who are the options? I mean, there's there's Bane, there's Penguin, there's Ivy, there's Catwoman, Two Face, Riddler, Mister Freeze. You know what? I I know who the Jazz are. Who are the Jazz? <laughs> the Jazz are Hush. Who? <laughs> Remember hush. the game? Remember the game? There's that there's that side one of those side stories. It's like Hush, who is or is it a main story? It's a uh, Tom Doctor Thomas Elliot. Oh, oh, the identity thief. Yes, the identity thief. Yeah, who's like, basically, it's like this side character that not a lot of people know about, right? It's kind of this, you know, unknown, unknown quantity, but he turns out to be like childhood friend, psycho killer guy who really like, like almost gets Batman. Yeah, he, uh, he's found taking people's faces, which he uses to reconstruct (laughs) a Bruce Wayne face. Yes. What a freaking weirdo. (laughs) And that's the jazz. <laughs> yeah, they're an old friend, an old rival that has reappeared mm, out of using, nowhere. Out of nowhere, <laughs> using the know. same strategy of people that know their role, like Carl Malone mm. did, like John Stockton did, like Hornacek nice. did. Now they have a newly constructed jazz roster the same way. It's under the radar. I like where you're going with this, <laughs> but they are freaking dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, who knows? Be- dangerous because it's like an unknown quantity. You know, it's like, what what, what could happen? Who knows? Right? Like, like, you know what the Penguin's going to give you, right? Yes. You're just like, oh, come on, man. You've tried this so many times. Why you know do you MO. keep doing this? Why do you keep coming out of Arkham Asylum and doing this to me? It's just not... <laughs> yeah. Come on, How, man. Why do you keep doing umbrellas? It's a weird thing. <laughs> Why I know you hide guns? a gun there. I know you hide a gun in <laughs> There's there. There's a gun or a knife in there. I know it. <laughs> You've done it every time. Here we go. <laughs> but this hush guy, you're like, whoa, this is like another level of serial what killer. This? What is this dude? Like this guy just came out of nowhere. I see. I yeah. like where you're going with that. That's not how about Mitchell right there. How about the Sixers? Um, I feel like the Sixers are just like Riddler. Hmm. It's just kind of they outsmart know, themselves. I'm, yes, exactly. Like exactly. they're so smart. 
They're really smart. So smart that they're always they're putting together. The, they have all the tools. It's they have like all the waste, tools to win. Yeah, it's kind of like wasted potential. Mm. It's like, dude, you're a genius. You're probably smarter than Batman, but why do you not ever win? <laughs> like, and you're not even really a threat. It's like you should be a threat. You should just have like really just a crazy plan that is foolproof. But why do you give clues? <laughs> like, like why? He can't How help that, himself. How does that help? How does that make sense? Like that what doesn't my, make sense. One of my favorite things and the difference between the Joker and the Riddler is the Joker, he thinks many steps ahead knowing that Batman will figure things out, but right. he still has his end game, right? The Riddler, anytime Batman figures out one thing, he's like shocked. He's like, what? How could you figure that out? That's You're exactly, smarter than I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, why? Like, yeah, he's shocked every single time. How did you do that? Oh, he's like, gets all frustrated. It's like, when, like when they stop Joel and Beat's post up, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> What do we do? What do we do now? And and this is one thing also that I think the Riddler has similarly with Joel Embiid is that he's telling, he's like arrogant. Uh-huh. Right? He's like like why is he so shocked when Batman figures it out? Because he's so full of himself, right? Like he feels like, oh, nobody can ever if I if I do this, no one's yeah. gonna defeat me. No one's gonna come at me. And that's kind of Embiid too. He's like, oh please. <laughs> please, these guys. Hey, he's the one taking the shots at the end of the all-star game. But then he, he doesn't make it. He's shocked. <laughs> but what I will say is, if Riddler ever was like, you know what? I'm serious about taking over Gotham, and I'm not going to give Batman any clues. <laughs> like, I'm not going to. This is not this is not a game. I'm just going to take over and just have a legit gang and just like a bomb or whatever. You know, I'm going to do a real plan, and I'm just going to like accomplish it. And he didn't underestimate Batman. And he actually thought a little bit like Joker. And he was like, you know what? It's probably going to figure this out. So I'm going to have a backup plan. And I'm going to have a backup plan. And I'm going to have a back. If the Riddler actually did that. Which he is capable of. Which he is capable of. If not for his own flaws. Mm-hmm. I think he would win. And I'm going to say the same for the Sixers. If they came with that mentality. Just like, a, hey, we're going to work hard. We're not going to play any games. We're not going to mess around. Joel Embiid is going to respect every opponent to the utmost. He's going to try to destroy them. Then, I mean, we've talked about how much we like the Sixers like last season. And this mm-hmm. season, look, they're playing really well. They're still number one in the East. And I do think I see a little bit in Joel Embiid of like, I'm kind of not messing around. Mm. Not tweeting a ton. Not getting into a ton of fights like on the court. He actually seems kind of cordial. <laughs> I've seen some of their games. He doesn't seem like he's trying to cause problems. And I haven't checked his clutch stats, but I feel like he's been really good. Mm. He's He's got that turnaround. Like, if he really wants it, he'll just go right to his spot and mm-hmm. just hit. It's, like, a little further than I'd like him to shoot it from because I feel like he could get to, like, 10 feet, 8 to 10 feet if he wanted. He's kind of shooting it from, like, 12 to 15. But, dude, he's hitting it. Yeah. he's He's being real clutch this year. And so... I think they have a legit chance to get to the finals if the Nets don't get their stuff together and they're just like a mess. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, Joel Embiid is 30-11-3-1-1 this year, 54% from the field. 
And that's Vi- like yeah. better than he's ever shot for some dumb reason. Like, you know, it's like obviously he should shoot 50% every season, but he hasn't. And and this is something that you said, just shoot less threes. Yeah. And he and he's shooting the least attempts nice. from three in his entire career. And he has never been over 48% in, in his field goal percentage. And he's at 54. Yeah. How? Come on. How has this guy never shot 50%? <laughs> he's, he's huge. <laughs> like he's, he's, he's enormous. And, and he could shoot. Yeah, and he could shoot. And yet somehow, I mean, yeah. So I love how Embiid's playing. I still think he's going to be MVP at the end of the day. And I think the Phillies, I think Philly's going to be the one seed in the East. And they have a legit shot to make the finals. And depending who's waiting for them there, depending on who's waiting for them there, they have a legit shot to... Uh, they're, they're not going to win the championship. <laughs> they, have, they have a legit shot to make it. It's the, the Riddler. Yeah. What? You figured it out? <laughs> At the one-yard line, he's going he's gonna to throw the ball up. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to pull a Deshaun Jackson. Oh, no. <laughs> Who are the Bucks, Joe? Who are the Bucks? Uh, to me, the Bucks are easy. They're Two-Face. Mm, why? Two-Face has an Achilles heel. It's the dumb coin. <laughs> Why does he need to flip that coin before he makes any decision? And obviously, the Bucks have an Achilles heel. And it's, it's... that specific coin, too. <laughs> yeah, the one that's X'd out on one side. Yeah. It's a two it's a two-headed, it's a double headed what is it? coin. Yeah, it's a double-headed coin that's X'd double out. Double-sided coin. Side. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, the Bucks obviously have an Achilles heel. It is the coin that Mike Budenholzer has in his pocket that he flips before every play. <laughs> I like what you did there. It's not where you thought I was going, right? No, yeah. obviously it's Giannis's jump shot. He has he has no. Jump He's like, <laughs> let's see, Giannis dunk or Giannis layup. Dunk. Euro step, Giannis. Euro step. <laughs> That's, those are the plays he calls out. He's like, he's like, wait, 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 wait. Euro step, <laughs> coach. It's already over. Da, <laughs> da. Yes, it is. Giannis's Achilles heel. He, he's, he hits a decent amount. It's just like he's gotten better. It's just slow, not uh, look, confident, not within a me, move. It's not the fact that he can't shoot jumpers. It's the fact that, like, <laughs> like with Two Face, it's not the fact that he flips a coin. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's the fact that he has to flip that coin. Mm, you know, it's he's like, paralyzed by it. Yes, he's paralyzed by it. And I think Giannis, it's not that he has a bad jumper, but it's like when it comes time, he can't. It's like he's over reliant at the end of the day on dunking. Mm. You know. And, dude, he's got. I've seen him get like four offensive fouls in a game. I think in multiple games this season. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, how. You can't get four charges in a game. <laughs> like, how does that happen? I mean, you, you really got to be doing that too. Like, if you got four charges in a, in a 2K game, <laughs> if you're playing 2K and you got three charges. 
in a game you're playing somebody online and you got you charge three times like you got to be thinking okay i know what this guy's doing now like he's standing <laughs> in the paint and he's just trying to take the charge so i got to change it up you know i got to change up my strategy and that's how crazy it is though Giannis somehow can't like i don't know it's it's that hard you know it's so he's so used to doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh, Two Face! <laughs> <laughs> it's just second nature. He's like, I gotta flip the coin. I can't make a decision without flipping this coin. Do you think his henchmen are like, oh my <laughs> god, man? Dude, I mean, of course, right? <laughs> How could they not? Drew, be do right? you think Drew Holiday is just like, oh, four, four charges? <laughs> it's like, how can they not be? Right, and and Drew Holiday is like again the Euro step again. It's like <laughs> I have to. What do you mean? It's like I have to. It's the Incredible Hulk. All you gotta do is just charge through. There's another wall. Just pound through that wall. It's a fifty-fifty chance. Okay, Euro step left or Euro step right. It's just <laughs> they can't guess the same side every time. <laughs> oh dang it! <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. And that leaves the Nets, right? So mm. the Nets are the Joker, right? Of course. I mean, come on. The Nets got to be the Joker. But which Joker is the question? Are they the Heath Ooh. Ledger Joker? Are they the Jared Leto Joker? Or are they the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Oh. You know, you, you know or. or <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Or are each of the big three one of the Jokers? Mm. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> That's where I was going. I there, think three, got, there are three clear, jokers okay. on the team. Clearly, KD is Heath, right? Because yeah. yeah. Katie's Katie's Katie. I'm come on. Yeah. He's the Joker. He's the Heath. Mm-hmm. He he won. He beat Batman. He's he did. beaten Batman. Yeah. He did. He I got mean, what he on. wanted, okay? He got he, he, he turned Harvey. Turned Harvey Dent. He had a, a masterful plan. Two time champ. You know, I mean that pencil trick, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest magic trick ever recorded on film. Um, and then you got, okay, between the other two guys, who do you think is who? I mean, Kyrie for sure is Joaquin Phoenix. Because hmm. he is the you artist. So? He's the artist, right? <laughs> the artiste. It's it, it like, you're like, am I watching a superhero movie? Why is this so freaking serious? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Joaquin Phoenix or are you talking about the character, the Joker, in the movie? Or both? <laughs> Who's to say? Because Who? <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is also pretty serious. One, one of those two that blend together, you know what I mean? Mm, it's the blurred line. It's the blurred line. And that's Where does Kyrie. the court end and, the, and, and real life begin? For Kyrie, there there is no end where, and no beginning. Where, where does Kyrie end and Uncle Drew begin? They're both one in the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. Kyrie is definitely. And you know what? Hey, the Joker, that Joker, also legit movie. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. I awesome. mean, Ky- Kyrie, his layup packages are mm. probably might be the greatest layup packages of all time. Kyrie is one of the most skilled basketball players probably ever. Like if you're just gonna go straight on skill ability, I mean, what does Kyrie not have? He could shoot threes. He could shoot deep. He can. He finishes 
amazing. Any anything in the lane, anywhere on the court, he can score. Yes, yes, basically, yeah. He can. He's Any got spot. floaters. He's got up and under. He's Any got number right of hand, defenders. His dribble package is amazing. Probably the definitely the fanciest in the NBA currently, but also probably one of the most effective. Yeah. And look at his numbers this year. Dude, he's he's, he's sick this balling year. Out of control this year. He has some pretty sick numbers. He, here's the thing about Kyrie, right? He's dribbling constantly. He's dribbling mm. in the lane, out of the lane, all that stuff, right? He doesn't average three. He averages less than three turnovers a game. Right. Yeah. Like, which is amazing. Which is crazy. It's like amazing. It's it's he's, crazy. He's incredibly efficient this year too. What's he shooting? He's His shooting, shooting splits are pretty good. Fifty three percent from the field. Forty four percent from three. Ninety two percent from the free throw line. He's. He's freaking 53, 44, 93. He's over 50, 40, 90 right now. He's getting close to 55, 45, 95. And he's averaging what? Like close to 30 points, 28, probably something like that. Yeah. Let me go back one second. Yeah. He's averaging 28, 28 points per game. I mean,. 28 points per game, 50, 40, 90, plus on all of those. So legit 50, 40, 90. And he's averaging less than three turnovers. I mean... He's averaging 2.4 turnovers oh a game. Oh, my gosh. He's averaging less than two and a half turnovers. And he's only and w- had two seasons. And it was his rookie and his sophomore year over three. And it's like 3.1 and 3.2. What's crazy about Kyrie is like he's at that level. He's at that age where he's right at the prime prime. Yeah. Where he's still got the physical ability, but finally the mental understanding of the game is like nearing its peak. And so he is about the best version of himself basketball wise that he can possibly be. But the problem is he just has something weird up here going on in his head. Just like that Joker. It's just a little bit weird. It's just a little bit unreliable narrator. It's just a little bit what is going on. And it doesn't all add up. Oh man. He <laughs> But I mean if he if he's unlocked and somehow this Nets team all works together, they are just amazing. Arthur Fleck. And then, I don't know, you got Harden Jared Leto Joker over there on the side who just <laughs> Yeah, dude. When you watch the trailer, you're like enamored. You're like, whoa, he's got a good laugh. He puts his hand up to his face and there's a hand tattoo. You're like, oh, man, (laughs) this is great. You're really good. You're going to be really good at this. But when you watch the movie, it's just kind of like, you're okay. It's just disappointing. There was so much. There's so much hype, and you're like, mm, well, I mean, Harley Quinn's really good, <laughs> but this Joker is just. Uh... When you see Heath, you're like, okay, this is an amazing character performance. Everything, total package. When yes. you see, when you see Joaquin's Joker, you're like, I appreciate the art of this. This is mm. really stretched beyond belief. 
Mm-hmm. And then when you see Jared's Jared's Joker, you're like, I mean, it's just step back threes, really. <laughs> It's just step back threes, a floater, a layup, pick and roll, and he passes it. Free throws. It's a lot fine. of free throws. It's fine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and that's the Nets. The Nets are Joker. <laughs> the Jokers. The Joker game. All the Jokers. I... And Steve Nash is Jack. <laughs> the orig the original the OG sitting on the bench here's the thing all right if if the real batman if the lakers want to defeat these supervillains if they want to have a chance at beating these supervillains they have to activate one of their most important players and that's what we're going to talk about next the polarizing issue of Kyle Kuzma because mm. the injury of AD Kyle Kuzma's number has now been called up. He's going to fill the gap. He's starting. And he's definitely increases output because as a starter, 14-7-1, 49% from the field, plus 11, plus minus. And as a reserve, 10-6-1, 44%, plus 1%, plus minus. Both positive contribution. Yet the noise about Kyle Kuzma just keeps getting louder because they had a bad loss to the Nuggets even though they were coming off the heels of a seven-game win streak. And AD got hurt. And then asked in an interview, Kuzma had this to say about the biggest things he's learned. I've been in the league for four years. And then I think the number one thing I've learned is adapt to survive. If you want to play with LeBron James, you better (laughs) listen to this credo. (laughs) Because that's the way. Adapt to survive. That's the way you you have longevity. Hmm. What's... So, Joe, all day or cray-cray, Kyle Kuzma is the key to Batman defeating all these villains to the Lakers winning a championship. Cray-cray. I have to go cray-cray because we already saw it last season. Kuzma wasn't the key. Mm. KCP was the key. (laughs) (laughs) He actually was. (laughs) Really, honestly, the key was that the greatest threat to the Lakers defeated themselves. It was that Bane punched himself in the face. (laughs) You know how he had that breathing thing? Scarecrow sprayed the thing onto Bane. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, shoot. Yes, Paul George Scarecrow. Not Scarecrow from Batman Begins, because that was a legit villain. Scarecrow from The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Where he's just a judge? <laughs> just a cameo judging people, <laughs> sending them out. Because he feels like a big guy, because you know why? Big Bro Bane is in his corner, that's why. Because Bane's got his back, and that's Kawhi. And, um, yeah, I mean, if that happens again, then... uh. I don't really think uh, we're going to have any problems. <laughs> I guess if we do have to play the Clippers, we will need Kyle Kuzma. That's what I said last season. I still kind of feel like that will be the case. But I don't know, man. What are the chances Kuzma's going to pull up? Like, uh, like is, uh, I have a question for you, Cliff. Is there a single player on the Lakers roster who is playing better with LeBron? <laughs> KCP. I think he's the only one. And THT. THT. Th- the media darling, THT. I don't understand the love of THT. 
I I don't. I man, LeBron, props to you, brother. You 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 studied Genjutsu real hard. <laughs> like you just dang. When he gets a Kabuto, he he rises them. He pushes them to the top. You know what I mean? I when, mean he you're, a, you're... when he gets a when he gets a Suigetsu. When he gets a cutting, <laughs> dang! You just you Jugo, you just you just Jugo. get those guys. You just use those guys, man. But when you get a Sasuke, I mean, nah, man, nah, nah. Okay, the only reason I'm gonna go cray cray is because the key is Anthony Davis. <laughs> like that's mm. he's right. he's he's obviously the key. If they lose him to injury, it's over. There's nothing they can do, but. Kyle Kuzma to me is going to be the wild card in like determining if the Lakers should be the title. If I believe the Lakers will win the title, like like or the that, field versus the field, that makes sense. Yeah, like if we play the Clippers or if we play the Nets and we legitimately want to beat them, yeah, we do need Kyle Kuzma to kind of step up. Yeah, actually, you know what. You're kind of convincing me maybe to go all day. <laughs> I think it's because I'm operating under the premise that I don't really think the Lakers are going to win the championship right. this season. Right. So if if <clears throat> if if that's your premise, then what is the next the way that they become championship favorites or winners? Probably that AD just needs to beast it. Yeah, he just needs to go crazy. Yeah. He needs to be healthy and he needs to have the keys. Yeah. I mean, he's the most unguardable guy. I mean, look, I said this last week, but I just don't get why people hate on Kyle Kuzma. I just don't understand it. It's not like this guy's out there talking about how good he is or something. Nope. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's just like quietly doing his job. Adapt to survive? Kuzma has never complained. It's like people have complained about him so much, and he hasn't complained at all. There's nope. constantly people saying that oh he needs to step up like he needs to do this he needs to do that. I don't understand if the if the goal is team success and we already won a championship, why are people thinking that he has to do something more? Right. You know, and that just leads me to believe that the only reason people hate on him is because they feel like he doesn't deserve what though? I mean, he's not getting any accolades. Like there's nobody he's giving him off any the bench. love. So what is, what exactly is the... It's like your friend who felt like he really needed to cut down the wall den because he felt like he was overrated. But who are you talking to? Who, who are the people him? Yeah, that that love Kyle Kuzma so much? So I don't get it. I feel like he's doing great. He's being very humble. He's doing his job. He's not complaining. And he's actually doing pretty well. Like I feel like he's playing as well as he can given the situation he's in. Why... Are people scrutinizing a 27th draft pick so hard? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't... And, like, every time he starts, he plays well. He does. Right? I mean, you said... Four, did you give the numbers? 14 7 one mm-hmm. as a starter, 49% shooting, plus 11. Mm-hmm. As opposed to 10-6-1 on 44% shooting, plus one as a reserve. But... Mm-hmm. And then that thing that came out. Yeah. He... So, it this came out. Basically, according to Instat tracking data, uh, Kuzma has ranked in the 92nd percentile in the NBA in help defense and defending off of screens, 95th percent percentile at defending the pick and roll, and 98th percentile at defending drives, and 99th percentile at defending in ISOs since Frank Vogel began coaching him last season. 
That's crazy. And people hate on Kuzma all the time for his defense. This is something we mentioned on the podcast last year when he was the one defending Kawhi Kawhi. and the one defending Paul George. Yes. And then then you're like, oh, this guy is a power forward. Why is he defending the small forward and a shooting guard? And he, Kyle Kuzma came out and said, I play positionless basketball. Like, you just guard up. Yeah. Who you need to guard up. Yeah. I mean, he's doing a great job, honestly. Did you just dunk on, on Michael Porter Jr.? I did. In the Nuggets Put back. Game? One hand. Oh, that was... Ooh. <laughs> that was... That was nice. I mean, we lost the game, but AD went down. I mean, look, I think Kyle Kuzma... I, I think he's way better than people think he is. He is falling victim to the law of LeBron the hardest, which is completely understandable. This guy averaged... Like 18 points per game out the gate, man. Mm-hmm. His 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 rookie season mm-hmm. on like 46% shooting, 46, 47% shooting. It's not like he's super inefficient. It's not like, I mean, he has a great, you know, like all around weird kind of game. You know, it's a little bit unorthodox, but he, he's a scorer. And if he was like the sixth man on a lot of teams or if, or if just, you know, a starter on a lot of teams... Like, he would probably be averaging at least north of 15 points, but probably closer to 20 points per game. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that he just takes this, he's he's unappreciated, man. He's underappreciated. Dude, he's super underappreciated. Kind of like Sarabi in The Lion King, okay? <laughs> Wait, who's Sarabi again? Sarabi is Mufasa's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, Is Simba's mom. She had to deal with the death of her son and her husband at the same time and then oh, still had to lead the lionesses once Scar to do- took over to make sure Pride Rock didn't get destroyed. Hmm. Man, she deserved way more screen time, man. Dude, what does she have? She has like one line. Your son's awake. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that what she says? What yeah. does she say? I don't remember any other lines Dude, that she man. has. Dude, this so is... underappreciated, man. You know who else is underappreciated? The freaking Dude. carpet from Aladdin. Okay? <laughs> Has no lines. Dude. Dude. Carpet? That's legit. That's... Carpet is the MVP of Aladdin. Car- carpet does everything. You know what? Aladdin and Jasmine don't fall in up. They don't see a whole new world without the carpet. Okay, okay. We, we, we need to go even more back. They don't even make it out of the Cave of Wonders without carpet. <laughs> that fool just gets melted. I mean, and Apu, Apu is like all praised. That fool just causes problems. <laughs> it's like touching the treasure. Freaking everyone's, Who's all Apu? the treasures are getting melted. Who's Apu? Apu, the, the little monkey. No, no, no. On the Lakers. Oh, on the Lakers. Who's Apu freaking? Casey freaking P, man. <laughs> Everyone talking like KCP is like the greatest thing that ever happened. (laughs) No, 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 Cliff. THT is just a side character that people really (laughs) like. He's one of the random dancers, you know, in the parade (laughs) who they're like, no, that guy's legit. Look at his moves. (laughs) Look at the way he sings Prince Ali. That guy is the guy. Okay, that's just a, just is a baffling thing, right? You're just like, what? What are you talking about? A poo- KCP is a poo. Okay, he's the Get little that homie. Guy some lines. He's a K- poo is Markeith Morris. Okay, 
no, no, no. Cliff, I refuse to go. KCP is the little homie to Aladdin who everybody uh, believes okay, okay, okay. is like very important and very pivotal just because he's a rich Paul person. And, you know, I mean, what does he really do? What does Apu do in the whole movie? Carpet gets him out of the Cave of Wonders. He he teaches them what to do with the lamp, basically. He he saves Aladdin from like like dying or whatever. <laughs> and he makes him fall in love. I mean dude, he even he even at the end. <laughs> I don't know why Aladdin is so vivid in my mind. But even at <laughs> I know, the end, you're going really hard at this. Even at the end. Because you know what, Cliff? I really don't like when things go unappreciated. <laughs> Even at the end. Remember Jafar sends him far away to mm-hmm. some like Arctic place or something? Mm-hmm. And he would have just died there if the carpet didn't go too. That's true. <laughs> if, if carpet weren't That's there to true. bring him all the way back. I mean, come on. Carpet's like MVP times 10. And that's Kyle Kuzma. You deserve it, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma. 99th percentile. We all know LeBron don't play no defense. Not anymore. Not anymore. Everyone gets tricked by when he like hikes up his shorts. You're like, oh! And then you don't see the part where they blow right past him. We all know that this guy who came out of nowhere and somehow declared himself a prince, a king... I like that. I like it. We know this guy don't play no defense. We know it's all about you, Carpet. You're the real hero. <laughs> Dwayne Wade's the genie? <laughs> Dude, Dwayne Wade is definitely genie. Like, oh, you need me to teach you how to win a championship, I'll teach you. I'll do this. Yeah, I got you, man. Just make sure you wish for my freedom, okay? Like, like once we get three know, rings, man. just make sure we. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. It's like, but you said, but you promised. You promised I would get more money from the heat if I took a you... pay cut. <laughs> but you promised. Dang! And then he had to leave. He had to go to Chicago. He had to go to they Chicago. Disrespected him. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Dude, you know how they call him Al? Yeah. But then he's like Dwayne Wade's like L. L, you promised. L, L, you promised. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I may need you around because, you know, what if there's another Dirk? <laughs> what if there's another problem? Uh, I don't like I don't like when things go unappreciated, Cliff. <laughs> underappreciated. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> when they're interviewing Aladdin after the whole thing's over, he's like, yeah, you know, it was pretty tough, but uh, I figured it out. I figured it out. How'd you get out of the Arctic place? No, you know, I just I just hiked. Dude, like, isn't Jafar, like, really menacing? No, man. Like, <laughs> There were these Steve guys that I dealt with before. They were, like, it was like they a They were really of... menacing, okay? When I stole the apple. When I stole the apple. I was, was running from soldiers before. I mean, I was, you know. How quickly we forget. How quickly we forget. How quickly <laughs> we forget. Okay. Okay. 
I bet we could take this a lot of things really far if we really <laughs> wanted to. And we could go forever. Let's give the people a break. Let's give them a break. <laughs> All right. Last one. Real quick. All day or cray cray. Should the Lakers sign Blake Griffin if he's bought out? Oh, cray cray. Ooh. Don't sign him. He sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's. Flicker is one of those guys that he just declined like very rapidly. Mm. You know, he relied a lot on his athleticism and it just, it hasn't translated. He hasn't translated to a different kind of game. So, yeah, it, this is tough for the Pistons because they, he has the eighth, he's the eighth highest paid player in the league and Ugh. he's a 12 5 4 player, 37% from the field. <laughs> Not good. Really Yikes. not good. And if you're Yikes. signing Blake Griffin and you want him to play off the bench and he's contributing at 37% clip, it's kind of not the guy you want. If Blake Griffin is hanging around on my fantasy league waiver wire, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good right now. It's really not good. Okay, Andre Drummond. If he's bought out, Lakers sign him all day or cray cray. What? How? If he's bought Would out, be able to sign him? you sign for a minimum contract. Oh, I mean, I mean, if it's for a minimum, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take some Drummond. Shoot, I mean, Drummond gives us rebounding. He gives us some interior. He's not a great interior defender, but I mean, he gives us some interior scoring. It's a great hedge for Anthony Davis if something, if Anthony Davis is not one hundred percent. Would we win a championship with Drummond if Anthony Davis is hurt? Probably not, but maybe it would be able to preserve AD a little bit or help him out um, if it's possible. I don't know what we'd have to give up or how that would work exactly, but yeah. Yeah, Andre Drummond, for sure, it's a no-brainer. He's 18, 14, 3, 2, 1. That's, yeah, that, he's been a beast this season. He's a beast, yeah. right? Yeah. So if he, it, so it, it's just going to depend on the buyout contract, but most likely he's going to get traded because he's on a 20 mil, $29 million expiring deal. He's probably going to go to Toronto or some someplace like that. Or maybe the Celtics. Yeah. So, but if he's bought out and he wants to be the starting center, he's welcome to come. Celtics suck. <laughs> they suck. It's tough. It's tough for that. But you know who's balling? Jalen Brown is balling. Jalen Brown is balling out. He's balling. But they're just bad, man. I just saw them get smoked by the Hawks. Last one, JaVale McGee. Good old JaVale McGee, 8611, 46%. He's on a 4.2 million expiring deal. He's probably going to get traded, but if he doesn't and he gets bought out, Joe, all day or cray cray, the Lakers should sign JaVale McGee. You know what? I'm going to go all day <laughs> because it's probably going to be cheap and he has championship experience multiple times over with mm -hmm. Golden State and the Lakers, and he's very productive. In limited minutes. He's one of those guys, actually, that we kind of talk about. Um, he's helpful to have because he knows his role. He's not going to make waves. He's not going to have any problems. If he just sits on the bench, which might happen, he won't really care. You know, good locker room guy. Mm -hmm. He's going to be excited. Do weird dances and stuff. <laughs> you need guys like that. So, yeah, I'd say go for it. He's a chemistry guy. You know how big I am on chemistry? And the Lakers team right now has zero chemistry. So you need yeah. this guy to come in. You know, you always need the guy that gets made fun of. And he's the <laughs> yeah. guy. 
that is willing to take mm. those bullets, you know? You need a pierce. It doesn't work if you don't have a pierce. Who's the new pierce? Who's the new pierce? <laughs> you need a pierce. And so bring JaVale McGee if you can. And he also brings you the stuff impact on the court. But more importantly, in the locker room. Because that's where the Lakers need it right now. It's like Taylor Horton Tucker supposed to be the Pierce. I mean, obviously. But it's like, nah, Kuzma, you be the Pierce. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> but if we need a scapegoat. <laughs> wow, that's a deep, deep reference. That's not making it. <laughs> but King Aladdin. King Aladdin, you're going to bring in who you want to bring in, all right? <laughs> Apu's going to get all the credit, and Carpet is just going to remain <laughs> silent. Who's Blake Griffin signed with? Is he signed with Clutch Sports? Because then he's coming, all right? He's coming to the Lakers. Oh, gosh. Please, no. <laughs> okay. That's it. That was a lot. A lot of good stuff. Uh, you tell us, all right? Was LeBron self-serving? <laughs> was when he? When he said, let us not forget that I have faced... The greatest big three in the history of big threes. And and let's not forget Draymond. He was also there. It was a big four. And Jordan Bell was there. <laughs> big five. Let's not forget Sean Livingston. And did you guys know? <laughs> did you guys know Iguodala was also a, a, a former Finals MVP? <laughs> he was there. There was no one on my team. I just had, you know, Kyrie, whiny Kyrie, and Kevin Love, who didn't get along with the rest of the team. I carried them on my back again. And Jr. forgets what time it is. Oh, so good. <laughs> So, so good. That's it. (laughs) Let us know. Let us know, all right? All right, thanks everyone for listening to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate, give us five stars. We'll be back next week with more nonsense. This is SBR with Cliff and Joe. Peace. Peace.